Welcome to the Zoom room. All right, good. <laughs> Let's see if I can turn around here. what everybody else has been doing for two years. Well, thank goodness Please. I don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I always say I've been using Zoom since before Zoom was cool. Like I've worked from home for six years. Oh, yeah. So Zoom is just, just a tool that I've used forever. <laughs> that's crazy. So that's the way it works. Set up a little. There we go. All right. Okay. All right. You have any questions before we get started? Not really, but I'm taking the squeaky toy away. <laughs> oh, that's a smart choice. <laughs> I can't be. I can't be trusted around those either. I'll squeak them and. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Um. No. All good. I, this is. I'm new to this. Okay. Podcasting. Have you listened to any of the ones I've done before? Yeah. Okay. So basically just an intro, um, talk to you about what got you on your path to wellness, and then we'll get into um, kind of how you use it in your practice, like, you know, how, how you help others, and then talk about what you're going to be presenting at the wellness retreat. Sounds good. Okay. So I'll start. Welcome everyone to the Foothills Wellness Retreat Podcast. I'm Dr. Jared McCollum, and with me today is uh, Christelle Court. And she is, now I I don't know anything about human design, um, awesome. but that's why we're here, because you're going to let me know all about it and the wonderful things you do with it to help other people kind of find balance in their lives and kind of, you know, move forward. So can you get us started? Yeah, so I um, human design is a, a combination of modalities that was received via download by someone, which sounds really crazy until you have received one of those universal downloads yourself and you're like, oh, okay, I get it. So it layers together the chakra system, the Kabbalistic tree of life, the I Ching, and you provide your birth date, time, and place. And you get a body graph. So I'm super interested to see how this lands with you because I think it's quite similar to how you work, although yours is a lot more in depth, likely with Tai Chain. So you get a energy type of which there's five. Mm -hmm. You have different energy centers that can be considered defined or undefined. Uh, you have an inner authority, which is how you make decisions. You have a not self-theme, which is when you're not at your best. You have a strategy, which is kind of when you're living in alignment, you're always dealing with this strategy. And you get a profile, which is where the I Ching comes in, and that's numeric. So it's numbers one through six. Interesting. So what are the yeah. five, what are the five um, energies or? Energy types. Energy types. Thank you. So there's, yeah, generator, manifester. A hybrid of the two, which is manifesting generator, projector, reflector. Uh -huh. And those are determined all by what energy centers you have defined or undefined and how they're connected to one another. So the centers sound a lot like chakras, but they have different names. So crown and root, similar. Uh -huh. Ajna, throat, G-center, ego, spleen, sacral, solar plexus. Hmm. And depending on what you have defined or undefined, 
that can tell you maybe how you make decisions, how you interact with others, how you're able to speak up for yourself, where you find inspiration. Um, so it's a lot. It's like getting a reading takes just a basic foundational reading is at least an hour, if not closer to an hour and a half. And I use that then as a tool to help people with coaching because I'm also a coach. So these tools then give you information about yourself to kind of dive deeper or live in more better alignment with, um, you know, who you truly are meant to be. Hmm. It's really fascinating. Yeah. We used it um, as part of my training, like I pulled charts for our whole family. So I have a son who's 19, a daughter who's almost 17, my husband and myself. And so three of us are all firstborn children in our family. I'm an only, my husband is a firstborn, my son is a firstborn, and my daughter is the only secondborn. She's also the only projector in the house. The rest of us are manifesting generators. Hmm. So what that means is that she needs more alone time to tune into her gifts. And manifesting generators move pretty fast. We get what we need out of a situation. We're the people who have like multiple books on our bedside table because we really just can't finish one because we got to what we needed out of it. Boom, we're done. We move on. We might change jobs really fast. We might, um, you know, have different friend groups that we get different things from. So she's not like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the, the three of us are always like, why are you hiding out in your room? What are you doing up there? But that's where she's honing her gifts, whatever that is. Hmm. So now, again, I assume this is to help you understand a little bit about why, you know, how your energy works, where, you know, does this give someone an, an opportunity to say, just, oh, an understanding of, okay, this is you and this is okay. And this is why. Yeah. So I'm always hesitant to say, we humans like labels, right? We like yes. to be like, oh, it's a full moon. Oh, Mercury's in retrograde. Of course, my computer's not working. Oh, that's such a Pisces thing to do, yeah. <laughs> right? We love these labels and we just umbrella them for everything. So I'm always cautious when I meet with clients to say, some of this may resonate and some of this may not. Mm -hmm. Some of this you might have a huge light bulb moment and go, that's why. That's why when I am faced with frustration, I always feel bitter. Mm -hmm. And then my partner is always saying, why do you, why do you always feel bitter about this situation or that situation? Well, because when you're not living in alignment, you're not self-seen is actually bitterness. Hmm. Right. So yeah. it just gives you some information to go, Hmm, what is this? Yeah. What am I tuning into right now? Is this like, are you an emotional person? Is this your emotional wave that you're riding out? Is this like, I don't know how this resonates with you, but the spleen has like a strong reaction to yes and no. So somebody who has, um, or sorry, the sacral. So if there's somebody has a defined sacral, they have a strong reaction to yes, no. And you've got to train that sacral to be like, it only likes yes and no questions. So somebody who has a defined sacral would hate, hey, what do you want for lunch? Where do you want to go eat today? Mm. They want to know, do you want, do you want pizza or do you want tacos? Yeah. And they'll give you a yes, no, like A, B, everything in binary. Mm -hmm. So if you know that you're a sacral defined person, you can ask the people in your life to like, can you give me that in a yes, no way? Mm. Mm -hmm. 
right? Yeah. The spleen is all fear. The spleen has a lot of fears. It's like hardcore um, evolutionary tool, like straight up survival out on the tiger, right? Make the fire, cook the food kind of stuff. So yeah, the spleen is straight up survival. So if you have the spleen, there's a lot of like, you'd work with it differently than you would if you had a defined sacral. Okay. That's interesting. Because mm-hmm. I do think, you know, all of these, uh, you know, labels, stories, agreements out there, you know, what's important is, like you said, it's, does this speak to you? Does this help you understand yourself more? Um, and if it does, then it gives you some understanding yourself and a bit of power to, you know, work through those challenges in your life and to find balance. And again, if it doesn't, then it's okay. Well, that part doesn't work. You know, it's, I find it very interesting because when I teach the five element theory stuff and the personalities of the five elements, everyone always comes up to me afterwards and they want to know what element they are. And I'm always a little hesitant because I'm like, well, I, I want you to decide that. I want you to have an understanding for that because if I tell you this and because I do think it can change and you can adapt as you become more balanced, you become a little more of everything and you kind of, uh, uh, you know, smooth things out. But I don't want to someone who's like, Oh, well, Dr. McCollum always said I was this and this is why I'm this way. And, you know, cause it all depends on how they took that information. If they take it as a, this is who I am, it's a permanent thing. I can't change it. Like some people do with ne- numerology and other things. I'm like, I, I don't want to be responsible for that. I don't want them to, to say that, oh, that's what he said, so I'm this. Um, how, and I, I assume within this system, there's room for that to help people kind of understand and, and apply this, you know, so they don't get lost, locked or lost into a label. Yeah, so I actually am reading um, Michelle Obama's new book right now. It's called The Light We Carry, which is a selection of essays of places in which she finds light in her life. I read reading one last night where she talks about her relationship with Barack Obama when they first met and how she feels like there are two different types of constellations. And his stars and his constellation are just further spread apart and hers are more tightly knit. Mm -hmm. So all you need to know is that for human design, consider all of the types, center, profile, strategy, all of those things are just part of your constellation. How you use them and how you find guidance from them is completely up to you. So I would say like, we all have a little spiritual fanny pack Mm -hmm. and whatever we keep in that fanny pack is kind of up to us. And that might be like your affinity for rose quartz. And that might be your morning meditation or your journaling ritual or your daily walk or your hot bath every night. Mm -hmm. It also could be your human design type. It also could 100% be what you do on the night of a full moon. It could be meeting with your therapist every month. And so when you need it, you rummage through your little fanny pack and you pull out what you need in the moment. Mm-hmm. So human design is just another tool, understanding which centers you have defined and undefined or how you make decisions. It's just one more tool in that little fanny pack or gi- giant fanny pack, Mary Poppins bag maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I love that analogy. <laughs> <laughs> There's always room for more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's just a tool. It's just a tool to help you understand maybe how you're wired, how your 
stars fit together in your particular constellation, and then maybe how they fit together with other people that you deal with all the time. So I've even done human design coaching for uh, teams, like corporate teams. Mm -hmm. Actually, someone hired me as like a Christmas party. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that was really fascinating because you have all the centers have gates, and then there's channels between many of them. So if you only have half a channel, you may find that you align with people who have the other half of said channel. Mm. So in this in this team building session, one gal had, she's a artist type in her role. She does a lot of graphics and art type things. She has like a money gate and that channel is partially defined. Someone else on the team has like a foundational gate that has to do with money, but it has more to do with budgeting and planning and structuring money and hers has more to do about learning about it. Mm -hmm. So one, the girl on the team with the foundational note said, is that true? Like, I've worked with you for a couple of years, and I didn't know that about you. And this graphic designer gal said, yeah, I, that's all I listen to is money podcasts. Like, I'm deeply fascinated by money, how to make it, how it works, how to invest it. And here this other person's role in the company is, um, you know, like financial planning budgeting, projecting, and she's between the two of them, they probably would be quite a powerhouse to work together because together they make that one channel full hmm. instead of two halves. That's fascinating. I think, you know, especially within, I think we forget how important fitting into that work job, how much peace and balance it brings into our lives. Like I remember oh, a number of years ago, Andy and I, and he's my best friend. Um, he uh, he's retired now, but he owned a company uh, with his uh, his partner Chade, and they they had several um, well, the, several companies under the umbrella, but in in a number of cities in the U.S. and it's like uh, managing homeowners associations. Anyway, mm -hmm. they uh, they found this pattern over the years with people that they didn't like. Eventually, they got the solution, but and this is very common in most businesses. You have someone that starts in a position, and they're just amazing at it. And they're so good, and they've been in the company so long that the traditional pattern is, okay, we have to reward them with uh, a raise and a promotion, because that's just how it works. You know, this job is only worth this much. This job is worth this much, so we need to move them up into that job because that's the expectation. And so they'd move them up into that job and they wouldn't do as well. It didn't fit them or they weren't as successful. It was a bit challenging. And some people ended up leaving the company because they didn't fit into that job. And so they had this um, fellow come in uh, after a while. And I can't remember the title or the, the program that he used, but Andy had me take the tests. And so you take a test for you personally like you answer the questions based off you and your life, and then you answer the questions based off your uh, how you fit within the company. And what it does is it would come up with the, these uh, answers and understanding to let you know that often would show that, oh, that person doesn't, that job is like the worst job for them. And in that job, they don't feel as balanced, they don't feel as safe, you know, so on. And the job they're in previously, that fits them perfectly. And so uh, as a process, they had everyone in the company take the test. 
to try to fit where they fit into their positions. And anyone where they had given them a raise and a promotion and moved them into a different position who was struggling or it didn't seem to fit in that, they moved them back into that previous position but kept the pay the same. And because they're like, we just want people doing whatever their job really, really well. And if they're worth that much, it doesn't matter if it's a job where, quote unquote, you don't pay that well, you know, and it really transformed their company. And, you know, and I think, you know, that that's where like a coach and this, these kind of systems, I think are so beneficial because if you can understand yourself more and the things that feed you, the things that help you feel balanced and those around you can help you fit into that. Well, you're going to be far more happier, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Well, and what if, like, what if I could say to somebody in a human design session where I'm like, listen, working in nine to five may not be your best and most ideal role. You're the kind of person who needs a little bit of flexibility. You're probably the kind of person who likes an afternoon nap. And here they're like trying to force themselves to fit into this nine to five box because that's what they feel they need to do. And they're just like, yeah, yeah, I don't fit into that box. This isn't actually my ideal role. So, and I I had that happen recently with a a client, right? Who had just made a leap from nine to five to entrepreneur. And she's finding a lot more alignment in her life just because she's made this change that had already happened. So that resonated with her. She was like, yeah, I always felt like used to grind for me, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So same kind of situation. And, and ultimately like, why would you think in this corporate session that I did, why would you think that a graphic designer would be remotely interested in sitting in on the finance team meeting? (laughs) And here she was like, I would love to come to quarterly planning. Like, I would love to learn how you guys do that and why. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, maybe you'll bring some of this insight you've been learning about from all these money podcasts that you're obsessed with mm-hmm. into what we can do as a group. Yeah. Oh, neat. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the face, their two faces when they looked at each other, they were like, is that true? They had no clue because graphic designer finance, yeah. right? Never the two shall meet. Mm-hmm. Huh. So. so what got you on this path? How did you discover this? Well... I have a friend that got into it first and so she did my reading uh, and she's taken it on her own kind of path. And I could see that this would be a really great tool as a coach to just, it's kind of like offering somebody maybe a Myers-Briggs, which might be what your friend did for their Mm -hmm. team or something like that, right? Where you can just do a kind of profile to say, this is where you're starting. How does this resonate? How does this apply to what's happening in your life? then how would you like, like, how would you like to work with me as a coach to kind of correct this or align better or attune things for you so you're living in your best way? So, yeah, I mean, one of the things, again, I'm a manifesting generator. I move on from things. So, you know, I've I've been a yoga teacher. I've been a, like a classroom assistant in the kindergarten and a preschool. All of my roles make more sense looking back. And that's pretty typical for a manifesting generator. All of my roles have to do with teaching and coaching. So as soon as I see something like this, it's a tool that just seems to get added to a way in which I can help people grow. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, fascinating. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at the retreat, 
I will ask everyone, you can go on to a website called Jovian, J-O-V-I-A-N Archive, and you can pull your own chart for free. Anybody can do that. So for people that are coming to my session, pull your chart in advance and print it if you can, and bring a pen and get ready to write all over it. Maybe bring a book too, because <laughs> you'll have a lot to write down. And I'm going to go through what the different profile types or energy types are, and then what the different centers are. Uh, and how people make decisions. And if we have time, we'll go through the different energy types, which are the numbers. So you might see uh, kind of a catchphrase right now people put on their Instagram, right? Where they're like, I'm on generator Lennox 1-3. <laughs> we'll figure out what all that means. We'll break it down. Okay. So it'll be interesting. It'll be a, a big group of all different people. But I'll give them their overview. All right. Well, I'll put a link to that Jovian Jovian Archives. Archives. Website. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Well, I'll throw a link in the yeah. description here. So those listening that yeah. are going to Crystal's session at the Foothills Wellness Retreat, you can click that link and you can do it before you come. Yeah. Yeah. Bring your bring your chart with you, and then of course, if you want to book a session with me to kind of go through more in depth, um, then we'll do that. So that's kind of how the the session will go. Because of course. I mean, in a room of if there's 20 people, if there's 50 people, there's going to be chunks of, right? Everyone will be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So it'll be hard to get it. Like, I won't be able to go in, in depth on everybody's chart, but yeah. we'll be like, well, what does this mean? Where did this come from? Yeah. Like, what makes this interesting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone loves to learn more about themselves and have better understanding. Um, but how does, how do we then act with this information? You know, through this, uh, um, through these readings, is there, you know, uh, a system of, okay, now this is how you apply this. This is how you use this to help with this aspect in your life. Yeah. So when I'm doing a reading for someone in a session, I try and give them um, their energy type 101. So I always say, if you, because I give so much information and so many labels in the hour and 15 that we're together. I'm like, if you heard nothing more today about being a projector or generator, whatever, today, this is the thing. Remember these things. And some of that stuff is mantra work. Uh, Some of that stuff is just overall understanding of yourself. Some of that is, like I said, maybe asking people who you interact with regularly to present questions to you in a different way or to understand when you need time alone. And maybe a phrase that you can use when you need that time alone that it really has nothing to do with the other person. It's entirely your energy. So I try and always give people some takeaways of like, if you've heard nothing else today, here's five or six things. And then you can book a secondary session with me where we can kind of, you know, after a couple of weeks, if not months of integration, mm-hmm. of your, like learning and playing with your information, your human divine. Um, then we can book a secondary session to kind of go deeper, learn more, get feedback, tweak it a little bit, and see. So that's great, because I do think having an understanding of yourself and then being able to communicate, these are my boundaries, these are my needs, these are my hang-ups. You know, like you learn that with anyone in your life, whether your kids, your partner, or friends, you kind of pick up on it. But if you had a better understanding on why... And, you know, then you can communicate those things up front rather than it taking years for you to figure somebody out. <laughs> totally, totally. So 
I mean, if I give somebody a mantra to work with, I mean, put it on a post-it note, stick it in your car, put it on your mirror, put it on your computer monitor. So you get it all the time, right? That you are learning and becoming more familiar and reminded in the moment when you need it. Um, that's not to say that you're going to go and tell your boss, like, I'm, I'm a projector and I can't work nine to five anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But you can understand like, why is this so difficult for me? Maybe you do need to take a walk every day from one to two. Yeah. You just need a little bit more freedom in your day. Mm -hmm. So yeah, work from home. Yeah. Take it for what it, yeah. (laughs) Or what it, like whatever, whatever it is. But yeah, I mean. It's always interesting to see, and, and there's lots of susceptibility in everybody for conditioning, right? So it all, this body graph also shows you how susceptible and where you are susceptible to conditioning from your family of origin, from the people you interact with, you know, most, your current family, your nuclear family, your friend group, your office, and maybe where you are um, picking up on other people's stuff. And can kind of go, yeah, no, these feelings aren't mine. I'm picking them up from somebody else. Good. I'm turning them into mine. Yeah. So is this your primary tool in your practice, or do you still use any yoga? Do you do any other um, kind of sessions or therapies in your practice? I don't know. I haven't taught yoga since before the pandemic. It was kind of a tough time to be a yoga teacher. So um, maybe Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Sunday. Uh, I also am working on some courses for coaching to just deepen my certification and stuff there. So I am doing one-on-one coaching and facing for some group coaching uh, later this year. So that's been fun and fascinating. <laughs> um, and that's all on my website, which is, um, I'll give you and you can put in the link for the show. You can book everything there. Yeah. I think. Again, I, I think I've said this in previous podcasts, but I think coaching is fascinating in that the focus around it isn't like with psychology or psychiatry where it's just like, okay, I need to diagnose you. This is your problem, and we're going to give you this drug, or we do this thing, and this is how you you know, fix your thing. Whereas with coaching, it's, okay, what are your goals? And then it's helping them ask the right questions to get the answers they need themselves to put it into practice and to, you know, solve their own problems. Because again, I, the, the coach is the one teaching you how to fish where the psychiatrist is the one who's fishing for you. Yeah. Well, the, the fundamental belief is that we have all the answers we need within ourselves. And sometimes we just need a really great listener or director kind of, to guide you back to where those answers reside so you can pull them out. Mm -hmm. So my job as a coach is to ask a lot of really, like, unique and different questions um, to kind of pull maybe those goals or strategies or whatever it is that you're after out of yourself. Because we already know, right? We have a deep knowing. We have a great forgetting. Mm -hmm. And so we just just need a remembering. Yeah. And I say it that way because it's like, we've been dismembered. Something is missing from ourselves. Mm-hmm. So my dad passed away like suddenly and tragically in 2013. And we have, I think, I believe that people have a huge number of redirections, right? You meet the one, you have your kids, you graduate from whatever program. We have all these things that 
us back onto our path. So my dad's loss for me was like a remembering of a different path. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I went into my doctor uh, and said, I can't, I can't do this. That's my AirPod. I can't do this. I need drugs. <laughs> yeah. I can't do this. I need Ativan. Like, I'm too sad. Um, it was too shocking. I'm not sleeping. Give me all the drugs. Come on. Yeah. Hit me up. I got to go to work. I got to do the thing. And he was like, here's 10 days worth of Ativan. Here's the phone number for a psychologist. I want you to get to yoga at least three times this week and next week and book an appointment with me after the funeral. So that 10 days of Ativan would have lasted me to the funeral. I think I used two. I went to yoga three times, like you said, called the psychologist and made an appointment and went back to see him. Right. And I was like, how fortunate am I that he wasn't like, yeah, sure. Here's some whatever highly yeah. addictive. Yeah. Here, here's a month and a half prescription. See how it does. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, bye. Right. So we, again, in my spiritual toolbox, in my fanny pack is my psychologist still. Mm-hmm. Right. I will check in with him multiple times a year. Is the crying on my yoga mat? You better believe it. I walked into that class and I was not the same person after. Was not. So that was a, a great redirection, a great remembering for me in my life. So if human design is one other tool for you to go, yeah, that is how I interact with my mom and that's why. Or this is why I'm really struggling with my job. Or this is why I can't handle it when my family asks me like, hey, mom, what's for dinner? Mm-hmm. Right? If that's the one thing that you're not going to overreact on in a day where you're like, honey, can you do it in a different way? And nobody loses their poop nuggets that day, winning. Yeah. So. Fascinating. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm. Yeah. I, and again, I signed up for all my courses a while back, but I'm pretty sure I signed up for yours. So I'm excited to see how it goes. I'll, I'll have to work on my chart before I get there. Yeah. Just put, like pull it, print it. You're going to look at it and be like, what is all of this? Yeah. Because there's symbols and there's numbers and there's shapes and there's colors. <laughs> so we'll talk about. Okay. We'll talk about all of that. I mean, it looks like a body, right? But it has lines and shapes and whatever. So huh. we'll cover off as much as we can cover off in the time allotted. Yeah. Oh, excellent. And then uh, I'll have a discount code for people at the, for attendees. Okay. I'll do a discount code for di- discounted readings on my site. And, uh, I think I offered these for like a door prize type thing. Oh, so excellent. One free reading yeah. drawn for the, the whole thing. So, okay. yeah. Well, excellent. Well, thank you for taking your time to meet with me and share no these wonderful problem. things. I'm sure people are pretty excited. To, again, we have a great lineup. I'm, you know, we've been able to get through quite a few of them and it's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. I'm so excited to have been included. So, yeah, I'm great to see you in this different way. I've been in the clinic, but never <laughs> before. So. Excellent. <laughs> well, we'll leave all your uh, links below so people can find you and follow along and uh, hopefully maybe even book an appointment before the retreat so they can, you know, get on this a little faster. Great. Yeah. And I just always remind people that it's, there's labels and you need time for integration. That's yeah. it. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Crystal. Thanks, Ed.
All right. Take care. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.